tuned in to Bars and Hoops Radio. Where the world of hip-hop and sports live. What up, what up, y'all? Bars and Hoops. Stills the great. Musicvibe.com. Around the table, the whole gang is here with us. On the right of me, we got Pop the Bearded One. Let's get it, baby. That's where. Fight. Tiny, a.k.a. Union Square. I was there. Zai Flitter there. And DJ J.O.J. on the ones and twos, you know what I'm saying? He rocked out for about a half an hour giving y'all some of the most classic hits in New York. Ah. New York history, you know what I mean? Shout to J.O. You know what I mean? And we got... Cuzzo in the building, DJ Sherm, you know what I mean? Word, fellas, man. You know, let's get right to it, man. We got a lot to talk about, man. We gonna let Tiny yeah, set yeah. everything off, man, with this whole hip-hop situation, man. What you think about this whole Jay Prince taking the social media to uh, get at a lot of New York rappers to try to find out about, you know, unfortunate situation that happened uh, with his artists here in New York? Speak on it. All right, all right. For, for all y'all who don't know, right? For all y'all don't know, um, what was it? YM... Why YBN Yeah YBN Almighty J Almighty J You know what I mean Like yeah Got, got into Got into a um A situation On Fifth Ave On Fifth Where Island. Where they got into Ran into some cats I guess he was talking From the they Bronx They said yeah They ran into some cats That was from the Bronx And they was talking I'm talking about like I guess he was talking reckless And he thought he could move Any kind of way And what they did Who was talking reckless and w- what they did was they, of course, they, they put it to him. They I'll, gave it to him. I think that was a situation. Right? Oh, I, think, yeah. I think it was a little rougher than that. <laughs> no, no, yeah. not, no, 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 no. What they did, what they did was, um, oh, excuse me, pardon me. What they did was they jumped him. I mean, he didn't get jumped. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah. I don't know, man, because when I was looking at it, I looked at things from a different perspective. First off, like you said, YBN Almighty Jay. Uh, Jay, he was, you know, he was, it wasn't really that, I don't think they was talking too reckless to these guys. I think these guys really just saw him and they, and you know, they no. wanted to set it on him a little bit. It ha- something had happened earlier that yeah, day. Yeah, something had happened. Yeah, but. Exactly. No, 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 no. He was he was with some people. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was with some people. Not security, I would say, but his homeboys or whatever. He was with his boys. Right. He was he was popping he was popping junk off. And when they came up to a certain group, he was popping he was popping his. You know. Right, right. That was during the day. So what happened was. He went over there to Fifth Ave, of course, popping his junk on Instagram, and these cats ran up on him. Mm-hmm. All right, so when they ran up on him, of course they did what they did. They, 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 they. they somebody used a razor. Now let me tell you nah, something. First off, here's what happened, right? They, they basically targeted these guys. They seen them out there because they said his name. They said, "Yo, ain't that YBNJ Almighty?" Exactly. Yeah. They knew who it was, so yes. they, they targeted them. 
These are some kids from the Bronx. So what happened was is that they beat him up. It, it was more than him, just him. You know what I mean? It was a yeah, few other yeah. people with him. The other guys the ran off. You know what I mean? The other guys ran off. And what happened was they jumped him. And then in the process of them jumping him, they took his rap a lot chain. And 16 and, grand and, in his pocket. Yeah. And whatever money was in his pocket. And now his the, shoes. The way that he got cut wow. was because they hit him over the bottle. head with a Henny bottle. Right, And right. the Henny bottle bust him open. You know what I mean? And so him open. 300 yeah. stitches. Bro. Yeah, that's an ugly stitches. scar. Exactly. Now, now, let me say this, though. Mm-hmm. All right? Because you got to understand, he wasn't just targeted. Yeah. Because... There was a little issue that happened before that issue that they're not even talking about. They just stuck on that issue. It was an issue where, like I said, he was feeling himself, uh-huh. right? He was feeling himself. He talked that junk. But let, let me first say this, man. I don't condone what they did. I I think that was out of. T- that wasn't cool. It was. It, I didn't like it. I didn't appreciate that. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not about that. But then, of course, you got cats on the streets that are about that. That's going to rob them for clout. Yeah. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. That's yeah. going to rob them for clout. So and I, I mean, don't condone that. But that's the to me. Is I mean, what happened to him is crazy. I mean, it's not like it's the first time anything like that has ever happened right, ever in right. hip hop. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. to me, hip hop is a yin and a yang, and it's the dark side that a lot of people don't want to talk about. Right. Exactly. So now you got the situation where now Jay Prince gets involved because Jay Prince. Obviously invested money in this young boy. Okay, see now I want to talk about that right, right there too. Because I feel a certain type of way about that mm-hmm. also. Because he went online right. and he started calling out um Pacific people. Mm-hmm. Right? He reached out to my son. He didn't he didn't reach <laughs> out. No, 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 no. He tagged him. He didn't he didn't reach out. He tagged him. He he basically said he basically Yo, he basically went like this. Yo, you know what? Being that I'm a such and such, such and such title person, right. I'm calling all my, I'm, I'm, I'm putting my mob ties. He said it just like this. Right. I'm putting my mob ties out there, and I'm calling out people. All right. And all I right. need y'all. So let me let me quote it exactly Please. what yeah, he yeah, said, because yeah. we don't want to give people wrong information. No, so what, no. So what, what Jay Prince did was he took the social media, mm-hmm. Instagram to be exact, and he reached out to a few artists from the Bronx, including, you know, Funk Master Flex, Remy Martin, you know, My Son, Swiss Hocus Beats. 45th, Swiss Beats, and Cardi others. B. Cardi B. Everybody that's from the Bronx that he knows of, he reached out to them. Mm-hmm. So he basically said, Mob Ties call to my real street ends around the world, but especially on the East Coast in the Bronx. There's a clown by the name of Zay and his crew who want to become famous by bragging about robbing rapper, rappers in the industry. You know, the, they recently bragged about, you know, Robin YMB, Almighty J, whom I'm invested in. They've robbed him for his money and jewelry, including a Rap-A-Lot piece. So therefore, they have robbed a piece of me, meaning that the Rap-A-Lot chain, because right. that's a chain that he gives his artists. Right. Mm-hmm. Now he said this is a perfect opportunity to execute our unity where we don't allow moment thinkers to muddy the water over the movement. With that being said to my homies in the Bronx, if any of these clowns are your family or friends, speak now so we can get an understanding. To ignore this is a recipe for disaster. Other than that, it's these clowns versus the realest ends in every hood around the world, and that's the meaning of mob ties. So, can we go around the table now, on this one? Yeah. Go ahead, Bob. All right. Okay, now, as I sit there and I listen to what the man said, now, now, first, uh, you know, we got to give Jay, 
First of all, shout out to Jay Prince, Rap A Lot Records. I mean, the man been around for a long time. You know what I mean? He been really doing a lot of things in hip-hop. And it's not just hip-hop. And it's not just hip-hop. I mean, the man, you know, he do he do a couple other things. And we ain't going to speak on that because I don't know too much what it is. No, but he, he's in the boxing and real estate and things like that. So yeah, yeah. He, he, has his own, paper. he has his own agriculture farm and, you know, in his yard at his house. So wow. he's into a lot of things. But wow. I'm sorry. So now... You know, he, he he obviously invested in this kid. First off, did we even talk about this this kid's beginning? This kid, why being Almighty J, got on by playing video games and 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 interacting with rappers on Twitch. That's how he how he actually got his way on. Yeah, he got a his wave. Right, that's a little wave. I've never heard of that. So now he interacting with these cats. These cats put him on. He put on his team, and now he got a little bit of money. He putting his records out there. So when you look at what happened with this cat. It's like, it's sad. Like I said, hip-hop has a, a light side and a dark side. Mm -hmm. And the dark side, you know, a lot of times we don't want to talk about. The light side is the glimmer and glow, the dancing and all of that. But the dark side is this, the streets. The streets. And it's real. And it's real out here. But I feel like this. No, wait, The wait. way that Prince called or tagged these guys in. I personally, after I read it, I don't feel like it was over-the-top disrespectful. I feel I got I feel like you got to put it in the perspective no, where he was upset first off. Mm -hmm. He didn't curse in it. He said, "Listen, y'all my homies. If this your people, come holler at me because mm -hmm. now we're going to have to really figure out what's going on." Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? I could kind of respect that, but at the same time just going on the net with it, I feel like that really separated and that's what made people upset. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, it does. And I and I, I totally agree with you, Pop. But um, you know, one thing too, like we all know that you know Jay Prince get around. He knows a lot of people. Like when certain things happen like this, you don't. Once you put that on social media, that's a dead issue because you're already number one. If something happens to that attacker or whoever he claims that is, then he's going to you know get himself in trouble. You know, there's a certain way he could have went. I you know I, I don't agree with my son. But I agree with what he says that he shouldn't have took it to the internet. There's ways that you can message people. You know, you don't call out people that have that have, um, you know, the powers that be that look at, that look at. You know, you you can't you can't look at like you know you're tagging people that are authentic street people on social media. That's just that's just a no. That, I mean, he, he should know better. He should come from that type of cloth. And you know, there's a certain way to handle certain things, and just taking it to Instagram and be like, oh, I'm gonna call the arms. This is this is mafia stuff. It makes you look like. Um, you know, I'm not going to say like, you know, it just makes you look silly, you know, because now it's like you bring attention to the situation and now nothing's going to happen because everybody's going to be like, yo, I don't, I don't want my hands in that instead of making a phone call or so and find out who really did what. I think, I think that um, he should have made phone calls. He should have made phone calls instead of. That's how you do it. I think that he should have made phone calls instead of uh, going on social media. He should have picked up the phone, have his people reach out to the people he tagged, and go on from there. Because um, now everybody know the business. Social media is going to escalate it 10,000 fold, and you go from there. The kids responded to him very disrespectfully, you know, very disrespectfully. So that sort of escalated it as well. But you know, social media, Twitter fingers, you know, that's the, that's the thing these days. People can talk on there, take two seconds to type something, and also take two seconds to pick up a phone and dial a number. Yeah, but I think I think that what people are missing in this whole point, this whole situation, is the fact that these kids put this on social Instagram media. first. Right. You know what I mean? So all he did was just address it, 
through the same outlet that they put it on. Thank you. They put it on it, the, and then they had the nerve to go make a song talking about robbing industry rappers in the industry, specifically talking about that situation. And not for nothing, <laughs> and not for nothing, even swinging the chain in the video. Yeah. I mean, how many times have we saw this? Yeah. Isn't that how they call Michael Jordan father killer? Yeah, but okay. another part that um, people are missing is the fact that these same kids, these same, the same set from the Bronx, actually got snatched up by the feds two days later because they tried to uh, assassinate a uh, police off-duty police officer in the Bronx as well. So now they're in jail. Right. And now you have to understand that certain people are tied to certain things. And those certain things can be into this world where these young men are probably going to. You know what I mean? So now that it's already out there, there is no control over what happens. Right. And this is basically what he said. If you do the history on where this man came from, where this man's background is, who he's affiliated with, what he was saying was straight up the culture that he knows and he understands and that people that aren't in that culture and in that world would never understand. Okay. Now, uh, really hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, bit, wait, so. wait, wait. All right, now, so. I'm sorry. I've got to cut you off now. Uh, Let me say my piece. First off, mm -hmm. all right, you got to understand, this is New York. Number one. Doesn't matter where. No, 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 no. Listen. Doesn't matter where you're Listen, from. this is New York. New York is not. New York is not. Um, as far as when it comes to street level, when it comes to the streets. Right. Those kids right there, them kids that did that, they didn't have anybody like a big homie to look up to. So there wasn't nobody. It wasn't nobody he could reach out. They exactly. Don't. But that's my whole care. point. Yeah. That's my whole point. There, there's, there's, there is no. There is no, um, how, what would you call it? There, there's no um, respect. There's no respect for the older generation when it comes to them young cats. Well, I'll tell you what. No, hold on. Hold on. Let me finish. All right. So now you got Jay Prince calling out people, right, as he so-called homies or rappers and everything like that. And most of them don't even live in the Bronx anymore. Okay. All the people he's calling out. And then the people that he did call out, they got mad because he was like, yo, one of them came home. One of them said, yo, I just came home. Yeah, that's I got I got family and kids. That's hope Yeah, yeah. Why are you mentioning my name in 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 what's going on? I respect you more if you to call me behind scenes, but now you call me you call me and put my name associated when you call out the next man's name right. from the Bronx. You you even said his name. Regardless yeah. of the fact, if I had something to do with that, or if I was going to do with that, what you did now is you associated with me and that. Anything happened to him? Anything happened to that kid, that kid yeah. um, Zay? If people are gonna look at everybody's them gonna look at him and his family. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Yo, you supposed that. to you supposed to be real, like you said, real gangster, whatever, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Right. You calling out your mom? Cool. Yeah. You do it the right way. You call behind the scenes, get in touch with me. I'm gonna be like, yo, you know what? Let me look into it. I'm gonna see what I can do, and we're gonna see if we can get this back. And yo, sorry for the disrespect. You think it was more about the chain, or it was more about the injury? No, no, no. It was more about the respect. Yeah, it's the pride and the respect. It's the pride. Yo, he felt yo. If he had on a rap a lot chain, you robbed me. You robbed me. So in other words, that's like saying, yo, he got on a rap a rap a lot chain. I'm untouchable. You can't touch me. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So now, as soon as you touch me, you disrespect me. Yeah. This is New York we talking about. Mm -hmm. These kids right now, they don't have no respect for 
the um the old OGs. It's like yo, listen to I this. Tell you, that's that's universal though. That, I, that's not just in New York. That's I all over the place. Yeah, that's yeah, a generation. Exactly. I but what I'm truth, saying, not to yeah. not to cut you off, but that dude Hocus Four Fifth got a song talking about you ain't no real OG disrespecting OGs. Yeah, so you he know, do. no, no, yeah, but 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 what I'm saying though, what OGs he's if going you're at? OG, I don't respect. But him. but the whole point is though, he put my name associated with this kid. You mentioned the kid's name, right? And clowns. He said the kid Zay and clown. So if Zay, yeah, if Zay was supposed to get jumped or something like that or get snatched up, right? Yeah. So who you think they're gonna come look for? Everybody name that you put on that list. Well, I mean, you know, it's a lot of rappers out here that do a lot of things for attention. They say you. things they shouldn't say. I mean, if you but go we back ain't to talking about rappers. No, 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 but if you go back to what Fifty did with the Ghetto Quran song, uh-huh. shout out to Fifth. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot of truth to that song, but this is going on it for was a lot. Hundred percent truth to that song. Let's switch gears, man, <laughs> because we got a limited amount of time. You know, for the like, Yo, sorry for the late start, but you know, let's get to um. The NBA action, man. Ooh. You know what I mean? And just to set things off, man, you know, Zion Williamson returned Holly. to college basketball. You know, and um, you know, his first game back, he went 13 for 13 from the field and scored 29 points. He's a beast. 14 rebounds and two assists. <laughs> He's a beast. In the victory against Syracuse. You know, that's pretty impressive. Then he followed that performance up with a 31 point outing with 11 rebounds. In the game against, you know, rival North Carolina in the ACC tournament. Mm-hmm. And then last night, they, they won the tournament. He came in and scored another 21 points, man. What's your thoughts on this kid, man? And is he really special, man? Is he really the truth, man? He's really the truth. <laughs> let me, let me. He's the truth. It's I hope the Knicks get this boy, man. Yeah. Yo, it's the truth. Yes, sir. The Knicks, a, yes, sir. The Knicks need help. Yes, sir. We need that guy right yeah. there. Yes, indeed. I don't know, man. If we rewind the tape a little bit. What? Stills over here was preaching that he gonna they gonna trade that number nah, one. Nah, <laughs> you know why? You know why? Cause at the time, I ain't gonna lie, we could bring it back. I wish we recorded that one and played that one back. But listen, man, at the end of the day, I was stuck on this whole Anthony Davis thing, man. I was trying to have the super team in New York, but in reality, looking at it, what they're doing is the right thing because they're building towards the future, and you can't knock that at all. Like uh, Golden State. Like Golden State. That's a fact. Homegrown talent. <laughs> <laughs> so, look. So, with that being said, did y'all hear the backstory on Whoa. how Nike went around, went out their way? No, I did not. Please enlighten me. With some new uh, Nike sneakers, some Kyrie's that he wore? No. Those were specially made for him. <laughs> they made some specially reinforced sneakers in China. The executives from Nike flew out <laughs> to China. With the suitcase. Flew back. That's to, crazy. To Carolina to give him a fresh pair of Kyrie Irvins that were yeah. reinforced for his weight and his size. Did you That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, did, you, did you see when he, when he dunked the ball? Did you see how high... And how far up in the air that guy it's went? Two hundred and eighty-five pounds. That's bro. ridiculous. He's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. He's a he's I'm a linebacker. Pounds. Yeah, yeah. I could barely slap the back. Bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but I'm saying, did you see that though? Did you see it though? I'm, yeah. Yo, yo, listen. Let me. I'm, I'm gonna tell you something. That kid right there. Yeah. That kid is the next one. Yeah. Of course. He's, he's yeah. the next. He's the next. He's the next one. Yeah, he is. He he's gonna be. The Michael Jordan of this era right now, the way he's coming, if 
Every if he's on the straight now and he do what he's doing, say that again, Joe. Let's argue. I don't know about the next Michael Jordan. Yo, yo, listen, listen, the guy, yo, listen, he's young. It's like I had earplugs just now. I didn't hear that one. He's he's going to be the next coming of Zion. You had Mike, you had Kobe, you had LeBron. Right. Now you got this dude. Boy, he needs to get a jump shot. Yo, look, look, look. Look, let me tell you, y'all, y'all heard it from me. Yo, y'all heard it from me. Listen, y'all heard it from me. I'm good with the future. This is a hot take. Right. We recording this one right, right now. Yeah, yeah, y'all heard it from me. Today is this guy right here. Yeah, what's today's date? March 17th. Yeah. Right. Got it on live. Get him on live. Yeah, so we can, March, we can yeah get me on live. Yeah, live him. All right, ten years from now, <laughs> might even be short, but ten years from now. They're going to be calling him, yo, he is the next Michael Jordan. Oh, boy. Y'all heard oh it from me. God. Y'all heard it from me. This is the first. There you go. We at Bars and Hoops Radio. Don't condone right. us the actual <laughs> comments from Tiny, <laughs> a.k.a. Union Square. Nah, I was there. But I'll tell you what. i tell you what. If we talk about a player, that's, he's definitely going to change the league. But let's talk about a player who's about to change teams. I said it. Who's this? Draymond Green. Boy. Look like Steve Kerr getting tired of that ball. <laughs> he had enough of him right now. He said, yo, I'm tired of Draymond Green and his. He better cut it out because I'm tired of him. Forward, running this yacht, doing it. Oh, man, son, that boy better be quiet over there. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, we got to go. Oh, okay. So yeah. now, even, now, now that was a very interesting comment because I, for one, me personally, I'm tired of Draymond. Yeah, yeah, he talks Straight too up. much. He talks too much. Yo, he got them two boys that shoot, and then he passing the ball. He think he killing it. No, I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, exactly. And Steve Kerr's had enough. And, what do y'all think, gentlemen? And, and this is my thing. Like, and I, I said this before we got on air. I said people are out there criticizing Zion Williamson's game, saying that they don't know if his game can translate to <laughs> the professional game. But you have a guy like Draymond Green who's been surviving this whole time. He's and, undersized. He's a power forward. Nobody's nobody's complaining about Draymond, so why are they complaining about Zion, who's ten times more athletic, much stronger, and he's only eighteen years old and talking reckless. By ten the years way. from now, <laughs> <laughs> I was saying you you square <laughs> told you. Man. Ten years from now, yeah, but I think that got this on record now. Right? <laughs> I don't think we ever gonna see the next Michael, man. The next we ain't gonna see the next Michael. Now I know what you're saying. He's gonna be great. It's just that Zion is going to be the man. Wherever he go, it's going to be crazy. And if yeah. he go to the garden, as much as I bash the 1973 Knicks, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, my Is he goodness. taking shots? He, he hurt the garden is going to be rocking, man. Junior Square was the only one at this table there when that happened, man. Oh, yeah, Jay, too. No, yeah, Jay was around. Yo, that's Ooh, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad the billion dollar man was with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But um, moving on, man, let's talk about the Lakers. It seems like they're in our conversation every week, man. And um, they took an L today to my New York Knicks, who, who stopped LeBron in his last-minute game heroics. You know what I mean? To beat them 124 to 123 at the Garden, you know. And um, what did y'all think about the situation with James Dolan banning the fan for life for telling him to sell the team? I'll tell you what. He seemed like at that point he was offended. He was like, I'm offended. <laughs> like, How you going to ask me to sell the team? I'm walking through my garden. He said, yeah, no, no, no. You know how I feel? 
the um, players got to go through through all that scrutiny every single day, every single time they play in the game. They got to go through all of that, and they got to be on their best behavior. So why not follow suit? Why ban him? Because he said that. Yo, you got to lead by example. These are fans. They're going to be talking like that. So if you're going to get upset and ban them because they were speaking their mind, and you got the other players telling them, yo, you're going to be fine if you say anything out of You got to lead by example. Yeah, he he's he's the typical example of um, somebody that didn't work to really get to where he is today. He inherited yeah. the Knicks, you know okay. what I mean, from his father Charles. Right. And um, I just think that his mentality is like a kid. You know what I mean? He's, he's, exactly. He was never told Spoiled no. Rat. He yeah. was never told no. So now he has a team and he has all of this power. He just feels like he can do and say whatever he wants because it's his team. Right. And he has every right to feel that way. Right. Now what he should start doing. Is if you don't want to be scrutinized and you don't want to always be in the media eye in the spotlight, you need to sit up in there in the one of the sky. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Sit up there. Stop <laughs> walking through. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? If you don't want to get eggs thrown at you, get out of the way. You know. So, on the other hand, though, on the other hand, I will say this: people sit and bash him and knock him for his ownership. Side over there with the beatbox on the table. Yeah. But people do sit there and bash him for um the way that he handles the team business. But at the end of the day, he's been spending money from day one. So it's not like he's, he's not trying to fix the problem with the Knicks. It's like he's been giving the money to the wrong people. The problem is is it's always the GM. Who's the GM? Like, but, you know, you gotta really look at that. Like when you have, my point. Go ahead. Now, also why I don't bash this man and I don't get on him is because if you look at the Knicks front office. Throughout the league, from top to bottom, it's three brothers in there running the show. The vice president, the president, and the um, the um, g- general manager. Now. And Allen Houston, who's the junior GM, under Steve Mills and Scott Perry. So his, his, his front office is diversified. Even his community relations people, former players that were Knicks. Right. Brothers, you know what I mean? You can't look at any other NBA franchise and say that this man isn't running a diversified camp. You know what I mean? So that's why I always give him his props and his respect. His only problem is is that he always put the money in the wrong people's hands. But he's spending the money. He did. It's a reason why the Knicks are worth $5 billion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're the most valued, $4 billion. They're the most valued franchise in the NBA, you know what I mean? And they haven't won a championship since 1973. Outside of the Cowboys. Yeah, outside, well, I, I know I wasn't born. <laughs> but, um, yeah, everything you just elaborated on, you're right, though. Um, money's not the problem. He just gives the wrong people a lot of money, which hinders them from getting other people that they really need or want mm-hmm. because the contract situations are messed up. But, you know, in due time, I believe y'all going to be... Uh, Y'all gonna be alright Look at the Browns The Browns can't stay garbage for long Hey, 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 hey Alright Hold on, wait, wait, wait Stop, stop No, 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 wait a minute We didn't get to the NFL yet I gotta ask you a question What do you mean by y'all? Like, what, you ain't part of New York? This guy's a Boston fan And a Dallas Cowboys fan Never seen him before Don't worry about Don't worry about all of my ties, man I reside here It ain't where you from you know what I'm saying? It's where you at. Don't apply to me, man. Listen, man. <laughs> well, listen, I don't, I don't reside in L.A., but the more we looking at this Lakers downfall is even yeah, ugly. Yeah, man. Your yeah. man. You a Bron fan. I, I'm a, yo, listen, I'm going to turn the hat backwards now because 
Y'all about to get the real me. Hey, you say teenage, well, listen, how listen. old are we talking? I don't know what he talking about. Hey, hey listen. Girls, you are a teenager. Here's my thing, man. Yo, y'all got the, yo, y'all got the right to, y'all have the right to, you know, have your favorite team, whoever they may be, but I'm a New Yorker. Although our New York teams are garbage, I'm still oh, behind. Oh, we oh, just said oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold yeah, on, Tiny. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We've seen a few parades. Where, where do the, the New York days. Giants play? Doesn't matter where they let play. Me, let me ask you a question. On let me ask you a question. Y'all getting on me for rooting for a team that play in another state, correct? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Where do the New York Giants play? In another what? This might cut Zaz, Mike. In another what? I just don't want to believe the truth. <laughs> <laughs> so from now on, people out there, they're the New Jersey Giants. Yeah, listen, man. They're the New Jersey ahead, Jets, ahead, okay? Whoa, if I got to go to another yeah, state, if I got to go to another state to watch home. a New York team, they're not a New York team. <laughs> yeah, they got NY in front of their name. They's a New York team. All right, but just New York the Knicks, point. New York Jets, New York Giants, New Islanders, York. Rangers. Yo, New York. Yeah. Where's your New York pride at? Yeah, he don't. He don't you, have it, man. We already beat you down with Dallas, and you know Boston ain't really going nowhere either. Listen, man, he don't have it. Man. My New York pride is only when I get on the court and slay. That's all. <laughs> But to finish up, like one last point, <laughs> one last point from James Dolan's perspective as an owner. Right now, the Knicks are in the right direction. Yes. And why are people now still complaining and saying, "Oh, you need to sell the team"? He did all the right things. They're doing all the right moves. They're about to get a transitional player in the draft this summer. They possibly can get two of the top tier free agents coming to New York next year, and you still got petty fans talking about selling. No, no, they're not petty. Come on, they man. frustrated. For what? Matter of fact, Where's I ain't going to say position? they frustrated. We frustrated. We what? are tired of not making the playoffs. We are tired of looking like the clowns of the NBA. We are tired of that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're, yo, we, we are absolutely 100% angry because everybody's paying this amount of money and we're not going anywhere. Yeah. We got one of the worst records in, in the Knicks history. What up? But got one of the most respected franchises. Man. This, and this, one this, of the most wealthy. Yeah, and the most wealth. So, so you know what? You know what? The, the team is not playing up to their potential of the money that they get. But so. but wait a minute. But even as we say that, like I said, you got Zion on the way. You got two uh, big stars coming on the way. But even as y'all Don't say on the way. They ain't there yet. They're going to be there. Cause, cause, they ain't there yet, man. Kyrie Irving is leaving. Listen, listen. Listen, the ball's got to bounce the wrong way. Yeah, the right way, Paul. But asleep. you know what? But you know what? The fans, like he said, the fans are frustrated, man. We've seen all these trophies raised up we? by these different teams. We? What yeah. yeah. I'm not oh. talking. I'm talking about us. As, I'm now, talking about now us. Now you from France. I'm oh, talking really? about. I'm talking about us as sports fans. We've seen all these different trophies raised by all these different teams. Matter of fact, I was allowed to see my Celtics win. Y'all wasn't. But um. Oh, Yo, what a. But um. Those trophies. The last. The last. Let's think about this. The last time. The seventy-three. Sound like we all. The yeah. last time the New York Knicks trophy looks like a punch bowl, man. <laughs> <laughs> like I want to bring that to a party and just and just make jungle juice, man. Yeah, on that For note, real, man. On that note, 
<laughs> we gonna leave that one alone. Oh, like a frat man. party. Yeah. Frat yeah, party punch yeah, exactly. yeah. in college. Oh, Boy. Oh, yeah, those rings man. are throcky too. It got one diamond in there. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> he leveled up on y'all right there. <laughs> he leveled up. He got oh, a stone. He got a stone. But listen, man. So on another on another note, man, since we talking about franchise owners, you know, the Utah Jazz um owner Gail Miller issues an apology in public to the fans at Utah for the situation that happened with Russell Westbrook. Yes. Russell Westbrook was like, Man, I come in the stands and wash you and your wife up, you know? Reckless. Yeah. And the backstory on that was apparently one of the fans said something about it when he was icing his knees. They's like, Oh, gotta get on your knees like you used exactly. to. So Russell Westbrook took offense to that. You know what I mean? What I would have too. Think about that. I, I would have too. When is when is it? When is being a fan going across the line? I mean, I'm gonna tell you the truth. All right, to me, a, a, a fan going across the line is when they start to discriminate against your family. When they start talking, they start going personal just to mess your mind up. But I'm gonna be honest. I mean, when you think about how long the NBA been in, and this, and we talking about this happened last week. No, right? They said it's been a history in Utah of this happening. It's been a history in Utah of this happening, right? Mm-hmm. How many NBA players have dealt with this? I mean, let's let's think about Michael Jordan. When Michael Jordan went this, oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, that was different. Yo, he's looking. When Michael Jordan won his won won his uh, championship, his sixth championship, it was in Utah, right? Yeah. So when he, yeah. so when he when he when he won, right? When he won, he had to deal with that too. You know, I'm not saying it's okay, but I mean, what? Where do you draw the line? Yeah. Well, because you figure that the NBA is really trying to—they're huh. trying to get more spectators. They're trying yeah. to get more people to come in and watch, right? Yeah. So I mean, that's one of the things—the difference between the NBA and the NFL—is that the NBA they like right there behind the bench. Yeah. Where the NFL they gotta really scream that, it that, out. But, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it also depends on the individual, on because certain individuals, certain individuals got certain things that. That'll put them across their line. Like, Good. Like, you lose like, the game because like, no, you're no, emotionally no, no, involved. No. I'm not. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about. All right, far as me. All right, here, here I am. I'm one of them people that you can be like, yo, you know what? You're a punk ass. Or, excuse my language. You, yo, you, you weak. Yo, you oh, soft. Oh. Or something like that. And I can walk away from that. Right. But then the second somebody mentioned me to their manhood. That put me in a whole different level. Yeah. There, there's no coming yeah. back. Yeah. There's no coming back now. Yo, yeah. You know what? You crossed the line for me. That that set me over the top. Yeah. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I and when they said that to Russell Westbrook, mm-hmm. I can understand. Like, all right, they say this and that and that and that. Now you're telling me, yo, get on your knees while I'm used to. That's telling me, yo, you, you doing that. Mm-hmm. Of course, yo, I can understand where he's like, yo, you know what? You crossed the line. Forget that. I was. Yeah, you, up, and yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. It's certain, certain things that can make you go that left. Yeah. I hear that. I'm surprised he didn't get fined over saying your wife too. No, he got fined. He got fined. He, 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 he got fined. Right? He, he got, got fined. Twenty five thousand. Watching, watching, watching a couple of talk shows this week. Utah has a history of racist fans. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Michael Jordan said it yeah. a few yeah. times. He's been in there. Um, I don't want to shout out those shows. I don't get those shows no light. They already got their 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 light on. Shout out to bars and hoops though. Yes, yeah, they. definitely. But um, man, they said they said Utah is one of the most racist uh places cities, to play in the NBA. Crazy. Well, you know, I I, f- I felt the same way that uh Russell Westbrook felt that day when um uh Dave Gettleman. 
Oh. And his antics. Switch. Now we're going to switch a little bit of gears to the NFL. Now I wanted to choke <laughs> Dave Gettleman out, man, That's after right, right. after trading Odell Beckham yeah. to the Exactly. Pop, something. go ahead, man. Go ahead. All right. on it. Speak right. on it, so man. So now we're going to get into this. Now, now I, I'm not going to lie. I think I had to call everybody I know throughout my whole phone book when I saw this pop up that he was actually being traded. I couldn't believe it. And shout to Bars and Hoops. Give us a call, 516-280-7486, if you really feel like you want to chime technical in on this. Difficulties today. Technical difficulties Little technical difficulties. But Dave Gettleman, first I'm going to put – I got, I got, I got to put my giant, my giant. Hat. I don't have it with me, but I got to put my giant fan hat on first. Can we rewind? You the tape? traded. If we gonna rewind <laughs> can the tape, we, yeah, yeah. No, can we rewind the tape to that statement he made a couple of months ago? Mm-hmm. Talking about we didn't sign him to trade. Him. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. we didn't sign him to trade. Him. So now there's a couple problems I have with that. No one holds bad. One, one, yeah, because it's going down. <laughs> he's, he, he's finished. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. First off, you trade the best receiver. This is, he's a generational receiver. Yeah. He's one of the guys that changes the game. When he's in the game, he's one of the only receivers you see in the entire league that could turn a 10-yard slant into a touchdown or speed along. I know you're going to bring up Amari Cooper. I know you ain't going to bring up Ezekiel Elliott. None of them are on here. As a matter of fact, he can't. I'm agreeing with everything you're saying. Keep going. I'm just setting you up. So now, <laughs> Keep going. So now we got we got, we got got Gettleman trading Odell Beckham for donuts. Yeah, pretty he much. He traded him for a 17, a, a first round number 17. Boston pick. Cream. Oh. <laughs> and the third round draft pick. <laughs> third round. Ain't traded for Jabril Peppers. Not even Krispy Kreme. Who they, who they really come to find out the Giants really wanted to take him instead of Evan Ingram, but he was picked before they could get to him. Yeah. So they probably had a little bit of an infatuation with him. Yeah. But then the Giants turn around and sign. They turn around and sign Golden Tate. No, Golden don't do that. Tate, don't do that because I'm far from a Giant fan. Oh, man. Far from it. But Golden Tate is a good receiver. Yeah, he's on. a season Hold on, because I think I think R. Kelly has something. Yo, tell me with this. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Oh, I take Golden Tate. I feel about this. Yeah. Right I now. take Golden Tate. Yeah. Golden oh, Tate is no slouch. Yeah. Listen, he, listen. Yeah. He's not Odell, but he is not no slouch. He's gonna get in in the in the game. He can get you over hundred yards a game. Could you say that again? He's not who. He's not Odell. He's not who? He don't dance with his shirt off with I'm another man. Y'all just don't want to believe the truth. They don't want to believe it all. Yeah, he don't dance. The problem is, is that. When Odell was out of the game, when Odell was hurt, the Giants' record was atrocious. Reason being is because they don't got to double nobody. And now you're going to trade Odell when you have Saquon in the backfield. So now you're making the defense fully commit to the run because they really ain't got nobody that they're afraid of. They're going to stack the box. They're not afraid of Sterling Shepard. Shout to Sterling Shepard, though. You know, come down to bars of who speak your mind. Then you got... Golden Tate on the other side. Who am I really fearing right now? What do you this mean? This guy Evan Ingram's. He better get off. I'm gonna tell you what right you now. What do you mean, Golden? T- you you acting like Golden Tate is what a I, bum? Listen, Sterling Shepard. He's is a good. journey. Y'all mission. still got two. Y'all still got two good number two yeah. receivers, yeah. man. So so basically, y'all can still do okay. Y'all still got another piece added to your O line. No, the problem is uh-huh. your quarterback, man. That's a and and that's a whole other issue. So. My, my my whole other issue with Look that is the guy, fact yeah, that yeah I'm, I'm, it's turn, it's on fire over here. Yeah. The, my whole other issue is is that 
not only do you trade Odell for speculation because then Gettleman spoke about what the problem was. He said, you know what? I felt that in two years he would command the trade the same way Antonio Brown did and they would have us in the corner. How are you going to trade him off for speculation? The man listen, said he wanted listen. to be a giant. Was, this is a I was listening. I was listening to Hall of Famer Chris Carter who repeatedly said, wide receivers are divas. Yeah. And, when one's, and when one sees this one's getting... Uh, eighteen a year. I want that. So now I want nineteen a year, and and so on. So so here's the real drop with this whole situation. Obviously, the trade wasn't made for football reasons. Thank it was you. made in regards to the Giants being a storied franchise, and you know they they want to they they operate in a certain manner. Now this is this is their ownership. They operate in a certain manner. Odell Beckham had no respect for anybody in the building outside of the president and, of, and, of, of, and the owners of the team. Period. He, Pat Shermer couldn't control him. Dave Gettleman couldn't control him. And after they gave him the money, they knew that they definitely couldn't control him. I think it's the hair. It's the hair. No, this was, this, this was <laughs> Odell's thing. I think it's the blonde curls. But hold up. But, if, but why pay him? Y'all could have just let him the ride owner, the other the, two years. The owners, the owners, Steve, the owners, ownership was split on him as well. Right. Steve Tisch loved Odell Beckham Jr. John Mara John was like, well, I don't know. Steve Tisch, it's, it's the dual ownership of yeah. the Giants. You know yes. what I mean? It's just like with us. Like, it's, it's yes. all six of us. You know yes. what I mean? At the table, like, one of us may not like somebody that the others may like. You know what I mean? This is, this true. is how it is. So, to me, they said that they rather rid themselves of somebody that can be an influence on the next person they brought in line to be the franchise player, which is Saquon Barkley. So, I get it now. Before, I was angry and upset but they did the right thing because next year they're gonna have over two hundred million. They're gonna have over two hundred million in salary cap space to go shopping during a good free agency class. Here's my problem though: they had a hundred million the other year. They went and got three defensive players. Yeah, two of them are gone. Yeah, but two of them are gone. Olivier Vernon's mm -hmm. gone, mm -hmm. and Snacks is gone. But it was at a price tag. They came during free agency, and what's said, what's a what is a rule in the NFL is that you can't build your team through free agency. You have to build it through the draft, and that's what they're doing. They got two first-round draft picks back this season, and they're going to use both of Yeah, two first-round drafts, 17 and um, the six, number six overall pick. So they got two first-rounders, and this draft is a defensive-heavy draft class. You know what I mean? It's not so much the quarterbacks and, you know, it's not so much the wide receivers. It's, it's a defensive draft. So right now they got rid of all their expensive players on defense to now – Go and get cheaper options that are younger and that are gonna be around for at least the next but 10 years. But now that you now that you said that, mm -hmm. not to cut you off. Yeah, yeah. They let okay. Yeah. Fine. We're gonna deal with the Odell Beckham thing. And yes, I'm not I'm not running away from the yes, shout the bars and hoops. I am a I am a giant fan. Pop the bearded one is a giant fan. I'll put it out there. It is what it is. I got I'm a problem with fan. them letting Landon Collins go. That was that was a mistake. That was bonehead. Yeah, that was a mistake. That was bonehead. That You're was gonna turn around and let him go. All you had to do was franchise tag him. Yeah. If you the franchise tag, you still had him. But now but, he go to the Redskins for six years for eighty four million. You got to deal with him twice a year but, for at least the next four years. It, He's young. Here's the, here's the problem with that scenario that you just mentioned. Landon Collins didn't want the franchise tag put on him. So then he turned around and, and said, he said that he wasn't gonna play if they franchised him. And again, you're dealing with old school football guys that aren't going to deal with the antics of these new players. It just is what it is. Parade this is who him. Dave Gettleman is. Like, if you followed him in Carolina, it was the same thing. He's the same guy that got rid of Josh Norman. That's true. He's the same guy that got rid of um, D'Angelo Williams. This these guys and Steve Smith, these guys all said this is just the type of guy that he is. 
It is what it is. So why we don't trade? Why we don't get rid of Dave Gettleman? No, no, no. Why, why don't, don't we trade? Why didn't he trade Landon Collins? Because I think that they just mismanaged the whole situation. Yes, he they did. did. He mismanaged it. They did. You, you know, know what it sounds like to me? Huh? Power tripping. Yeah, it is, and that's, that's all it, it is. It was he power wants to let tripping. people know who's in charge yeah, here. Yeah, yo, yo, look, you know what? It's not, not going like you said. Yo, you know what? I'm they not even going to put up right with now, your little man. something. <laughs> Check they this kill- out. Yo, tell me I'm sending you. Go. Go. That's what it is. Yeah. Like he said, he's old school. He's hurting me right he's now. He's power so, tripping. He's so, hurting us. So, I'm a giant fan, too. We can't we can't be biased. In the oh, game. my goodness. We know, we know that Jay over, Jay over there, he's doing backflips and everything all week. Because he's sending us texts throughout the week <laughs> with oh, news. Right. He got, he got, he got the second. He text with right. news. Yeah, he got the yeah. second best running back in the league on his team. For real. That's you know what I mean? Right. Without that being said, the Jets did get Le'Veon Bell. They got C.J. Mosley. Whoa. You know what I mean? They got Jamison Crowder. Whoa. They you might I mean? even be a they contender this time around. Yeah. They might get a few dogs. And you got a number three pick. They could be for New York. Though, yeah, New Jersey. Okay, yo, listen. All right, I will be look, look, like I said, New York be letting me down. So, <laughs> oh, and no, no, I, I have to say this, but I'm a New York fan, but they be letting me down so much. So, I'm not even gonna talk about the Jets until I see them doing better. Oh. You With that being I'm said, I'm a New York fan. Anybody, any team that's playing for New York, I'm behind them 100. percent But man. I deal with reality yeah. until I see the Jets do actually better. Oh my goodness! Yeah, then, J-O. I, then I can say I believe it when yes. I see. It. I'm J-O. like I believe it when he's, I see. He's it. a New York fan. Oh. He's a true team J-O. fan. Man. No, I am a true New York. Fan. Yo, oh, listen. You let me tell you how, how you gonna say that, man? Tell you, Ride or die. Ride or yeah, die. No, man. no, whatever. I'm riding with him, but I'm just saying I deal with reality. Oh. Look how many good players we had on the Knicks and where the Knicks is still at right now. Uh oh. <laughs> look how many look how many yo no nah, no nah, listen. Oh, look how many good players they done had come in uh, on New York. Uh, and still, they, they play the like they they, That's they why the, the Knicks do what they do because the fans still pack out the stadiums and they come in there. That's so a fact. they pay. You they know pay. what I'm saying? They they paying more than Brooklyn tickets and all that. Yes, so, they, yes, oh, yes, oh, you're yeah. right. That's a fact. You, yes, you're right. And so you know what they Nets. should do? You know what they should do? I'm putting it out there. I'm saying this. Uh oh, boys and hoops. Here yeah, we go. This is tiny. I was there. I'm Shout saying it out. This. Check this out. <laughs> For all the New York players that they get, that they pay this X amount of money, millions and millions of dollars for them to for us to win. Anytime they lose, stop. Start docking their pay. Oh, oh man. Start docking their pay. <laughs> I'm dead at yo for real for real. Look look how many games yeah. how many games the Knicks won this yeah. year? I mean how but, many games did yo, we listen, win? But, we, but if we so were how, no no how so. many games? I'm a mad I'm a mad fan oh, right tell now. Him why how, mad. Yo, tell him yo, why you mad. Yo how many games did the Knicks listen, win this year? Listen, yo, man. Tell me <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> how many yo listen, like man. I said again how many listen, answer man. the question. Yeah. And then, then they got the nerve to beat L.A. Come oh, on, like, we're going to be happy oh, that they man. beat L.A. Come Listen, on, man. man. We're going to get some of them players to lock <laughs> oh, in the room, man. God. Like how Dez, we want to lock in the room with my son. Yeah. And speaking of Dez, man, uh, we're going to get to our punchline segment, punch man. Line we got to we we talk about the whole card. We got to talk about the whole card last gotta night. We got to talk about the whole, well, you know, you're gonna, you you the, you the expert here with the whole card. But I'm going off of the notes that I got from you, man. And we're going to start off yeah, with... Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jay Leon Love, who got his head punched off oh. last night. <laughs> it's by funny. David 
Benavides. Benavides. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I always wanted to spar Jay Leon Love. My, actually, my boy John Gravara. Shout out John Gravara. Shout out to Dez. Let's fight. You know, he wants to fight. I wanted to spar Jay Leon Love a few, a few years ago. And I told people, even before he fought Peter Quillen, even before, you know, when, he, when I see him sparring in Mayweather's gym, he can't fight on the back leg. He has no footwork. Oh and I'm like, no, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not, I used to be a fan of Jay Leon Love, but he's not showing me anything. He's like, a- in that fight, he's smoking hookah. You got a hookah business. Oh, my like, God. Like, my thing about him, he's not focused and disciplined. Yeah. So, with Benavidez, he just stood there and he almost got knocked out Boy. the ring. I would have stopped it in the first yeah, round. He was punching his head off, bro. He, <laughs> was, block- <laughs> he was literally blocking the punches I- with his face. Them left hooks <laughs> was just coming at I a think, rapid pace. I think, I think, um... I think Jay Leon Love is like punch. I think Jay Leon Love is like punch drunk. The thing is because even when you hear him talk, too many wars in gym, taking too much punishment, not moving his legs. You know, like I, I feel Mayweather's the best fight on his team besides a few other guys. You know, like like um, you know um, I forgot the cruiserweight's name, Andrew Tabidi. That's one of my favorite fighters. Yeah. I think he's serious. He's disciplined. Jay Leon Love is you know smoking hookah, doing this, and oh, even Andre man. Ward commented on it one time. Maybe see it on Instagram. He's like, "What's up with these fighters smoking hookah?" You know, the, 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 the climate has changed. The fighters, the young fighters, are not what they you know what They're the old focused. fighters should be. Um, but you know that fight, uh, Jay Leon Love's gonna be the gatekeeper at 168. He might be target practice for Canelo. Wow. You know, they might give him the Canelo or somebody like that. Oh, Unfortunately, he ruined his own career, and he's gotta be focused. Way it without pay to see that fight. <laughs> no, no, he, got, yeah, he got uh, he got abused last I night. I mean Peter Quillen oh, Peter, Peter Quillen Peter Quillen was treating him like a little kid on the rope, like you know, sacrificial lamb. He put <laughs> I, Peter Quillen was letting him punch him in the body and Peter Quillen was like talking to him like somebody father that son that's trying to fight him. But yeah. But uh moving on, man. Tevin Farmer versus Joe No Carroll, man. What's the recap on that? Mm. Who's next yep. for Farmer? Um, honestly, I think um, I don't think he should fight Davis next. I know they're trying to offer him a deal, Davis a deal to fight him, you know. But that I don't think that's going to really happen no time soon. I think Farmer, you know, is up and coming. He's got a great success story of a guy that that you know that was a very late starter. Starting at 19 is a late start. I mean, I started at 25, but you know that's a that's a great accomplishment to be an elite fighter going from a four loss losing streak to going from like 21 fights. Undefeated, you know, like Tevin Farmer's a good story, and in a fight with Carroll, Jono Carroll put him, gave him a good fight. It was a great fight for him. It was a good test for him, and I feel that you know Farmer, you know Farmer's superstar. He's talking now, you know, he's talking, he's talking junk. He's showing skills. His skills are improving, mm-hmm. you know. And for someone to starting late, that's always getting better. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a future of one thirty. I don't, wow. I don't want him going up and fighting. <laughs> wow. So, so moving forward to our main event last night. Mm. Mikey Garcia versus Errol Spence. My new nickname for Errol Spence is Body, Body, Head. <laughs> body, body, see, head. See the thing about see the see the thing about that fight, and I know what it, I know what it feels like two times to go up and wait. You, your body's not your body's not the same. And the thing about Mikey, I, I predicted the fight. I said I thought he was gonna get stopped. I thought they was gonna throw in a towel or stop him. He actually said in the post fight that his brother wanted to actually throw in the towel. The thing is, Mikey was started off fast because your body's adapting, adapting to that weight. Exactly. So so what happened was, I seen him. He he, he caught Spence early in the fight. He hit him a few times. You know he had some good counters, but then, body, but then body, as head. and Spence was throwing that lead left to the body and kept wearing him down, and that extra weight jumping two weight classes slowed Mikey down. Mikey Hold couldn't on, do Dez. that; he was done. Hold on, Daz. Yeah. 
we can't use that excuse, man. He chose to move up. Nobody told him to move up. Oh, Why true, move but, up? But that's the... He moved up because he wanted the money. You can't move up, get the money, and then say, oh, well, I moved up. That's why. But, but no. no, but no, no stepped no, no, no. in that ring. No, but I agree. I agree. We all take risks. I, I, nobody ever told me to jump the cruiser weight from being a super middleweight. Yeah. But the thing is, I respect the heart. And you know what? He ain't getting knocked out. He take it as a lesson. He'll never be at 147 again. And he lost to the pound for pound number one. So I can't even, even though he lost 12 body, rounds. Body, he agreed to that fight, though. No, of course. He, he agreed, agreed to, agreed to that I, fight. I, I, I agree. He agreed to the fight. But what I saw from that fight, I don't think Spence is going to do that to Crawford. Because the thing about it is you fighting a little man. Just like Lomachenko on Rigondeaux. I knew Rigondeaux was too small. But the thing about it, I thought Rigondeaux' skill set was going to be enough to, to hold on. But I didn't know that he just wasn't going to throw any punches. And Father Tom kicked in and knocked at the door. You know, like... Shout out to Father Tom in the building. <laughs> I was there. You were square. <laughs> but, um, but you know what? When you got that type of money, I don't know how many millions of dollars I get. But you know what? Hey, if I'm getting the best paid in my life, look, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go up to heavyweight and fight so small light heavyweight. Small heavyweight. We can't. That means that you can't say, well, I moved up. You, know? you should have never moved up. Straight you should up. never move that. But you, you, but, you but you know what? Who is he gonna fight at one at one forty? Doesn't matter. Dominate the division. Don't 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 move. But he up dominated one thirty. He dominated. He dominated one thirty five. He beat Robert Easter. He beat Adrian Broner. Yeah. That's a don't lot. move up and complain. That's like. But he didn't. But he didn't. But he didn't really complain though. The main thing is that look, he fell short. He he accepted the he loss. Yeah. But what I'm saying from my perspective, from what I seen, I predicted. I said I had Spence gonna win that fight. I said he gonna wear down late rounds because that weight jump. It's going to take a toll on his nervous system. He's not going to be able to adapt. He didn't even have a tune-up fight. I said, that's like me That's like me and you walking around. I'm, I'm 185 pounds, and I'm, I'm going to jump to 200 and go fight someone. Yeah. I'm going to start off quick, but my legs are going to start burning. I'm going to get tired. Mikey looked exhausted. Mikey mm. wasn't even throwing punches out there. He was just standing there. What you think? I'm 185, yeah. But you figure with the extra 15 pounds of muscle, you think that'd be enough to deliver the knockout blow, though? I figure that's why a lot of them do it. See, see, but muscle. See, the thing about it. See, the thing about it is like muscles. Muscles. Think about when people say, "Oh, that guy's muscle so big, he punches so hard." That's not true. I didn't spar guys that were way more muscular than me, and I walked right through their punches. It didn't matter because your punching power comes from your nervous system. It comes from your brain. Triple G is not the most muscular guy, but he will punch a hole through you because his nervous system is built. He's built to be a Shout puncher. Shout out to Dez with the <laughs> scientific. Yeah, oh, I'm sitting Shout out to the nervous system. Get your nervous system together. You better get your vitamins. Look at our brother Tiny. I would never underestimate him. What? Tiny can tiny tiny smaller than me, but Tiny can hit me with something and put me on the ground. Yeah, I was there. I was, I was, I was there. Trust me, I was there. But I would never underestimate you either. You never underestimate your opponent. True. Right? You know what your opponent can. And them big do. muscles and those big and, muscles too, more and, oxygen. Yo, yeah, you wanna know what's yeah, crazy? Yeah. From history, I know way slimmer cats that knocked out dudes that shouldn't have been knocked out. <laughs> cold. Yeah, cold. Cold. Like, oh, they, yeah. they, they 180, he 250, and he's going down like a ton of Mikey birds. knocked out a dude in sparring. Uh, he sparred a guy that was 240 and put him uh, down in sparring. Speaking of knockout, yeah, all it takes a couple hear? ounces of pressure to the jaw. Eight pounds. One of the uh, offensive linemen for the Carolina Panthers got knocked out last night. Hunter? He got knocked up. He got knocked out crazy, kid. Mm-hmm. I heard they were sitting there looking at him like, uh, what happened? Oh, we talking about Anthony Art. Anthony Art. Okay, Anthony Art. So, in in, in the presence of time, you know, because we're pressed for time. Yeah. Where does this fight leave Lamachenko and um, Crawford? 
Um, it leaves Lomachenko where he's at. I mean, they're gonna probably give that fight from for Mikey because it's a lose lose situation. I mean, it's a win win situation for both because they don't get a good payday. Mikey didn't get knocked out. He can recover for a few months and they can put a good fight on maybe at like 135 or a catch weight between 135 and 140. Sell out Crawford now with Spence. Um, Spence is now gonna be the A side. Now we gotta see what Crawford does with Khan. If Crawford knocks out Khan and just dominates Khan, then they're going. Then that's going to be a super fight. Dallas Cowboy Stadium. It's not going to happen in Omaha. There's not a stadium big enough for Omaha, so people need to leave that out the way. Um, I just feel Omaha. Crawford cannot look bad. <laughs> Crawford cannot look bad against Khan. He cannot look outclassed. He cannot get outclassed by Khan because that fight may not even happen. Dig it, dig it, dig it. So, so explain the situation, man. Because when I saw this, I was kind of surprised to see it, but. Caleb Plant's mother apparently dies at the hands of police. Yeah, that's what, what? I read. I mean, she. Oh, okay, um, what happened? Um, I'm not sure what what went down. I just read, you know, from from the internet the story. The news reported that his mother passed away. Okay. And um, you know, I would say, man, for a guy to get back to training and going back to daily life after something traumatic happened, his daughter died, and then his mother passes away. That takes a lot of mental strength yeah. to, to to stay on top of your game when but, someone passes away. That takes everything out of you. But see, but that's that's you, you have to do certain things like that when you go through a, a, a dramatic um, thing like that because if you just sit around and you think about it, you're gonna die that way. Yeah. So you got to keep your brain moving, occupied, and occupied. So so you can you know people grieve in different ways, but I can understand him grieving that way. Going harder. Yeah, going yeah. harder because he's grieving. You know what I'm saying? So he's got to go harder to to, to maintain. Yeah, it's it's know, definitely a tough sanity. situation. Wow, wow, man. Wow, man. Shout to so, Caleb Plant, man. Wow, you know, man. condolences, my brother. So in the, in, in the essence of time, man, we got about a good 14 minutes left, man. We got to get to this hip-hop, man. You know what I mean? And um, this is part two of our great debate. Ah. I know Union Square, he was there, but we was all there around this era. All right, right let's, let's go. We're going from about 2001 to about 2010. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And all right. The, uh, of course, we got this list from Complex Magazine. Shout out to Complex you know, Magazine. They basically made a list of the best rappers alive since the year of 1979. <laughs> and we're up to 2001. So Who let's start. Who they 2001, had? they had Jay-Z. You know what I mean? And, ah. and his claim to fame that year, that was the year that the Dynasty album dropped. Yes, right. sir. And right. the Blueprint. You know what I, I mean? I have to agree. I have to agree. In 2001, yep. I don't I think there was agree. another better rapper. Uh-huh. I mean, you had, uh, you had, I mean, you, you said Jay-Z, right? So yep. I say, like, I, 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 I mean, I can't even put Fab there. Jay-Z, that album was crazy. Like, I can't even, it's, yeah, 01 is a little tough, but I could say there was a few artists in 01. And, and the honorable mentions for that year was Eminem, Ludacris, and Jadakiss. Ludacris. Okay, now Ludacris, I would have. Uh, gotta... It's tough with Jay Z. Jay Z? No, no, no. Nah. I'm not gonna put. I'm not gonna put Ludacris over Jay Z. But if I'm not mistaken, that's the year that he came out with his first album, and that was yeah. like bananas. Yeah. It was a. Yeah, I liked it. But yeah. over Jay Z? Not over. Listen, listen. listen, listen. Not over Jay. Yeah. Had a lot well, of Ludacris was close. Then too. But like I said, Jay Z will. I think he owned that year. That, that year, that, yeah, he had yeah. the the remix with um right. Bleak, the Do My Ladies, right. and the, the Fiesta remix with, Ex- with your man, with your Kevin. man over here. And then that was also the year the classic rap beef with Nas. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. Nah, that year was the classic rap beef with Nas based on because the Blueprint came out that year. Yeah, that's when he came out. I know you listen, Nasda. Oh. Hey. 
okay. You know what I mean? That was 01. So now, 02. And you know, I'm, I'm up in the air with this one, man. Eminem. And in that year, the Eminem show came out. The Eight Mile soundtrack came out. I gotta give it to him. And he had the best-selling album across all genres that yeah, year. Yeah, can't, can't knock that. Can't knock that. And that was the you know he. The had Eight Mile soundtrack was crazy. Uh, who's the yeah, honorable mentions? The honorable mentions were Fifty Cent, Cameron, and Nas. Cameron. Nas. Yeah, Cameron. Yeah. Nas. No, that Dipset. Nah, I'll say. Uh, but that's come see. home with yeah, me. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's come home with me. But that yeah. was a New York classic, though. It wasn't, wasn't reaching all eight miles. Eight miles was worldwide. Yeah. Nah, nah. The, the, and right. And the problem is Eminem came out with that Stan song around then, and yeah. that really hit home for him. Was that on the Eminem show? That was on the Eminem show. Wow. That was it on the Eminem up, show? Um, nah. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, now we go to 03. Oh wait, wait. Go ahead. All right, we got Eminem and honorable mention with Nas. What album was that that Nas? That was um, Stillmatic, I think. Stillmatic. Stillmatic. Okay, see. see and that right. Cameron album was on. Okay, see. Now, now, look. That's, this is where I got to debate at, right? Mm-hmm. My debate, the reason that that Eminem show was so large like that, uh-huh. because of the audience. Because, because he was that great white hope. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? Elvis was a hero yeah, of most exactly. money. He was that. He was that no, 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 no. Let me break this down to you. All right. Look, look, I'm, I'm going to say this. Think about, think about the songs that you know on the Eminem show. What songs? Think about the songs that stood out. What songs were they? I can't. There was on. Um, no, no. That was on there. He had um, Till I Collapse. Till I Collapse. Um, what was that? You got to lose yourself? Was that Lose Yourself? That was on the 8 Mile soundtrack. Yeah, that was, yeah, eight that was on the 8 Mile soundtrack. Mile soundtrack. This is why he, that's yeah, all in one year. Yeah, that's but, why he but, said that's no, why he had the best selling yeah, album but, across all genres. But because of the audience he reached, he, he didn't just have black audience or whatever. He had he had a whole spectrum, spectrum because of, of who he was. But who did it benefit in 2003? In 2003, it was 50. There we and go. And that was, that's when the long came. benefited 50. off of that. Get rich or die trying. You're right. 50, 50, 50, 50 he back to back. He had back to back number one yeah, singles yeah, yeah. in the club but, and 21 questions but, but see, early. But see, 50 yeah. held his own. Facts. 50 held his own. Mixed Because, circuit. see, you can't use yeah. the fact, you Wait can't use the, listen, hold on, I'm mm-hmm. going to break this down to you. Mm-hmm. He had also had D12. Okay. D12 never reached the status of 50 Cent. He no, not, yeah. not even close. He didn't. Nah, no, no. I want you to understand. No, I, I want you, you to understand. So. They were all up. They were all up. They were all up under Eminem. They D12 was up on Eminem, Eminem, but they did not reach the status that 50. So 50 did all that basically on his own. Nah. He had a little help with the Eminem fans, yeah. But no, 50. No. Yes, he did. No, no, not you. Oh, oh yeah. Yes, he did. But 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 getting back to the Nas thing again. Before we go back, I'm gonna get back to the Nas thing. Uh-huh. If Eminem didn't have didn't have the same amount of um a white, I'm gonna say white audience. Yeah, you understand yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And that, they compared that album to Nas at that time. Nas would have had Eminem. But one thing I'm gonna say this too. From that time, remember it was the white fans that bought Fifty Cent albums. Right. That's what made him. Yeah. Diamond, like right. you know what I mean, like that's so when Eminem signed them, that's when he popped off. Yeah, that's I'm like, how could but y'all wait, say nah? No, that no, album no, because no, of the white fans. Hold on, hold yeah. on, hold on. I'm gonna say it again. D12 
was Eminem's project. Yeah. But it was they a all, bunch no, of no, them. no, no, no. Yeah, it was right. six of them, including Eminem. His, and they still did not reach the status of the compare. There was better artists on G Unit. But here's the difference. Here's the difference. Wait a minute. Not only did he have that, 50 Cent had controversy behind him. That also helped him. Yeah. Being shot nine times and putting out that record the way he Those did, also having the street Tony, the way he did. Tony Yayo. Come on. Yeah. Exactly. I don't agree with that, Pop. Those mixtapes 50 put out prior yeah, to him coming so out was, had the streets on fire. Had had the streets on fire. But not uh, the rest of the country. What you think oh, What you think got Eminem to sign him? Eminem heard right. those mixtapes yeah. and was like, I want to meet him now. Yeah. Right. So now that he gets signed, he, now that he gets signed off of the mixtapes, he had the outlet to yeah. get the music out there. He had a super producer behind him yeah. at that. Ooh, you talking Dre. Yeah, yep. he had the honor. Oh, which one? Oh, no. oh, oh, get rich. Almost a whole album. I'm gonna put yeah. like the, the mixtape thing too. I'm gonna put it like this. That's not true. Almost a whole album. All you saw was Wankster. Wankster was nobody. Nobody before. What up, Gangster? He didn't produce that one. That's one. That's probably only two. Only two. Nobody two. Nobody in Kansas or Montana was caring about a G Unit mixtape before 2001. That's a fact. That's local. They couldn't even get to it. That's a fact. That's a fact. They wasn't know about 50. Listen. Honorable no, mentions no, no, that no, year no. was Jay Z, Eminem, and Ti. Okay, see, well, I'm gonna say this again. Y'all got to understand the scenario that I'm running, mm -hmm. right? Fifty held his own, even though he had a little help from Eminem. Fifty held his own. All right, and, and at the same token, how long was Fifty sent out? Oh, Fifty, 50 was out. He was out for a while. Before, right? he, was out before for a he got while. signed, what changed? Before he got signed, right? He was with Jam Master J. You gotta remember, and JMJ signed, signed him by, first. By, by, what's the name? He got signed by. Uh, uh, Columbia. No, no. Trackmaster. Trackmaster. Yeah, under Columbia. They was under Columbia. Yeah. They showed. The thing is, yeah, when he first they came him out. When he got shot. Right. So when he first came out, he was under Jam Master J, man. Jam Master J had him in the deal. That's why his first song that he made was with Onyx that killed him exactly. in the club. Exactly. Yes. So, you know what I mean? The 50, that was that was 51st song. Mm -hmm. Then he got signed to Columbia through Corey Rooney. Right. Corey Rooney was the one that kind of opened that door for Trackmasters to get him. And what was his and first single from that? When they got no, him. No, no, no. What was his first single from that? Thug what? Love. No. Um, with um, Beyonce. No, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. Thug Love with Beyonce. And then, then he did How, How to Get Robbed. How yeah, Robbed. yes. When he did How to Get Robbed, and, that was it. Right? And the reason why his, him, him and Nas' relationship soured was through that J-Lo song. Because at the time, J-Lo was on Columbia. Huh. And um, they came to 50 to do a remix. And then they took him off of it, and then they they let Nas use it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And plus, yeah. plus uh -huh. he um, it was something with Nas not taking him on tour with him. Yeah. He mentioned that also. Yeah. But his main beef was Nas not telling him that they removed him from that remix. Right. To no, use Nas. He did instead. take him. He did take him on yeah. the tour a little, but the, half of the tour was over. They did like two songs together. But there's no way you're not gonna tell me he didn't sell the amount of records that he did without Eminem. You can't tell me that. It's not. It, it, it's no way. There's no. How many records did he sell? He you sold saying, like you saying those mixtapes didn't have nothing to do with that. No, that I'm saying the, buzz, the mixtapes got him in the door. That put the buzz out in the door. Yeah, the mixtapes got him in the door. He, you, Eminem's, Eminem's power that he had over everybody at that time because they was feeling him because of all his records is what got Fifty Cent sold because he was yeah. bringing Fifty on on all his tours and stuff and letting yeah. Fifty perform. That's how he was getting yeah. his name out. Yeah, yeah. but then half of the country didn't even know that he was signed to Eminem. They thought he was signed to Aftermath. It was signed to Shady. 
Yeah. Who, who thought he was signed so, to Aftermath? Half so, of the country yeah, thought he was signed to Aftermath. Yeah. yeah. But he was signed to Shady. He was signed to Shady, yeah. Eminem was one of the I knew he was signed to Shady. Yeah, so... In the essence of time, we got about four minutes left, man. Wow, man. So we got a four table. Minutes? We got a table. You guys talk a lot. We got a table. <laughs> you guys talk a lot. Oh, we got my a, God. We, we got a table. We got a table this conversation. But right. before we do, you run off 2004. 2004, that was T.I., man. And his honor, his, his claim of fame was Trap Music, Down With The King, and Guest Appearances on Soldier, Goodies Remix, and he ended Little Flip's career that year. Yes, he did. Who was flipping the dirt? Yeah. Who's honorable mentions? Braids and all. Honorable mentions that year was Fifty Cent, Cameron, and the game. So you can you can argue mm, maybe that the game, the game, yeah. the game. got it. Mm, yeah. Could that documentary? Was that the documentary debut album? Was no, that debut no, album? No, no, no. Another yeah. Fifty I, Cent that, record. I'm not Word. even going. Listen, Word. listen. I'm not even going to argue with that. I'm just going to play safe, man. The documentary album was way better than the T.I. album. Class. I'm sorry. Yes, I don't know about that, though. No, yes. It was way better. Mm. T.I. Had, had some some joints on mm. there. Yeah. And we yeah. ain't got but three minutes. So I, so I can't get too ham on it. Yeah, but yeah. he had some joints. So, all right. Y'all want one more? One yeah, more, yeah? All right. So, to round it off, man, 2005, man. And I was never really a big fan of this guy, but it was Young Jeezy. Let's get it, Thug Motivation yes. 101. That album was Trap fire, or Die and Boys in the Hood. That album was fire. I had a, wait, snow, wait, wait, I had a wait, snowman wait. shirt. I had a snowman shirt post high school. <laughs> <laughs> Size 4X. <laughs> Yo, and the honorable mentions that year was 50 with the Massacre album. Common in the game. That's when the documentary dropped in 05. Really? Yeah. I got a comment. Right. That common that Which common one? album was a good album in 04. B? Yeah. The that B, was B, right? Yeah, yeah that was a good album. That was a great album. Yeah, Kanye produced that one. That young Jeezy yeah. is Kanye produced that one. Actually, it separated him from the boys in the hood real quick. It separated him real quick. I don't know. So so before we end the show, man, you know our little tradition, man. Who's y'all clowns and who's y'all champions, man? Go ahead, man. Set it off. I don't have nothing. Jay Prince. Oh, God. Explain why he's your clown. Please elaborate on that. Because somebody being from Houston thinking he can call my ties in New York and think he can come through New York and run shit like that. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I get the bell. I got to. But I felt some kind of way. Yo, listen. Let me tell you something about New York. If you're not from New York, you can't run New York. So that's just it. Period. And that's just how I feel. You couldn't even come to New York and last past 42nd Street, then let alone <laughs> calling your mob ties. Yeah, calling your mob ties to get out there. I'm sorry. Yeah, but this was, you know, respectfully giving you the clown of the week. Yeah. I don't need okay. you running up on me on okay. the block, man. Go ahead, go ahead. My clown of the week is Jay Leon Love. Jay Leon Love, yeah. For that performance and, not, and still not being focused after being knocked out, Boy. being embarrassed, knocked out by... Uh, by, by was uh, Porky, whatever the goddamn was, and getting not, and then getting, and then getting embarrassed by Peter Quillen after talking smack, and then with Benavidez talking smack, and put on a terrible performance, putting down the hookah, get yeah. back to training, yeah, get back yeah, to all training. that lean and hookah and all that stuff these yeah. fighters be doing, uh, you know, get back to training camp. Go ahead, well, here's my my clown of the week is gonna be Lori Lolan. The Lord one that know. actually was paying for a kids oh, to go to college. Oh, the game was already that. set up for you. Yeah. How did you be out there? Yeah, yeah I agree. You deserve every piece of this right here. <laughs> one more time. <laughs> you deserve it, Mom. Yeah. 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 I, I agree. Yeah, so yeah. I, I got to at least give one champion. I don't have a clown of the week, but something y'all missed 
in, mem- in memory of um, what's the name for the Giants that just left, man? Odell. Odell. You got the Browns jersey on today. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all missed that. Oh, Steel's man. got the Browns jersey. Yeah, for y'all who didn't see it, we should explain that to you. Yeah. Listen, man, so my champion, man, is Utah Jazz owner Gail, Gail Miller. You know, she issued a public apology on behalf of the fans of her city. You know what I mean? She banned two fans for life. Wow. You know, which is a good thing, man. And I'm happy that she did that, man. And that's my champion. I don't have a clown. So on that note, man. Bars and Hoops Radio, pop the bed at one desk, man. Fighting, a.k.a. Union Square, and Zao Flutter, DJ JOJ, Cuzzo in the building, DJ Sherm, Bars and Hoops Radio, signing off. Let's get it. Peace. You're now tuned in to Bars and Hoops Radio. (laughs) Where the world of hip-hop and sports live. Check this out. You're listening to MusicVibe.com. Can you feel it? You're listening to MusicVibe.com. Can you feel it? You're now tuned into Bars and Hoops Radio. Where the world of hip hop and sports live.
steady slamming. I keep a heavy cannon. It's a new sheriff in town, and it ain't Reggie Hammond. Peace to my peoples, the children of the Lord. L. Where the booze and the drugs at? 
Corrupt catch, catch slug hats. Ask the feds where the bugs at. Puff with the dread, cause I puff black. Hide till I die, and you can trust that. All I wanna know is the club pack. I see the haters sweating shorty, but I dug that. She put my nutsack back where her lungs at. Little and the who oh, get up that. Huh, it's me and Cody, like Eddie and Oti. Go ahead, provoke me. Heard you rap, wanna rhyme? Better be dopey. Still digging, still living, still giving. Y'all the ill written, still like Bill Clinton. Black Moon, we about to take you on a journey, yeah, weather's looking mad fine, everything's looking smooth, I'm your Captain Buckshot, my co-pilot is DJ Zubi, we have SWLE on deck, we about to take you about 31,000 feet into the air, we'll be cruising at a smooth altitude, so just buckle up, enjoy your flight. And every individual in sight Let my man Jewel peep your style for your card Then I kick your verse and take a look at the guard Yo, God, hit the brothers with the verse real quick Show them how you represent the boot camp You know what they say about brothers who screw face Upstate, yeah, they be getting lazy World life, I ain't gon' bore Ask my man Buff on the streets He was tough, locked up, he was sweet stuff Kid, it's hot, word them all do And get the loop from the man At night from my Timberland Walk with the shot that I bang with Hang with gang Hanging with the double-edged banger Boot camp clicks breaking your laws If you fake me, go boss a cat Matter of fact, break your jaws I'ma bring it to your chest like wind Then to fill your lungs up With all the ball you have within But I'ma put it back to parlay To the week in Bucktown All we do every day is Buckle down Buckle down Buckle down Buckle down When I kick it, although lyrics is wicked, it's all about the L's and how I lick it. Or how I shot somebody in the mug with the slug, leaving white chalk all over pitch black dog. You couldn't tell me on the word the mother. When I was 15, running around, I was a real street lover. On the corner, I was shooting the dice, laying up, getting nice, talking about the heist. GQ heading up the 125. Push up on the shorty, looking live on the prize. I couldn't get the time of day when I was little K. Now you call me Buck, so your lips wanna pluck. Buck to your head, I know your ex amount of thoughts, but they call me Buckshot, cause I take no shorts, word to the shell around my chest, big up to all of my civ, rule boy deck. so if you see a weak brother, speak to that bastard, I'ma hit him up with the plastic, no doubt, fuck him down, fuck him down, fuck him down, fuck him down, School, I was the Mac, Buck was trapped with the ill lyrical contact, knapsack, filled with the gear that I cheat in a nickel bagger. 
yes indeed A mad little brother running up on the wall Fly as hell, hit the park, play the wall And all the older people saying shorty's a badass But you's a smart little brother, so you're gonna last They knew the time, they knew the rhyme Where they hit you in the least four years So I came to split you in the 94 It's all about the war 95, 96, boot camp, click, it's taking over In 1998, I couldn't wait To get all my brothers and do shows from state to state No, I'm the original head giving instructions Thumping with the brothers, beat miners on productions Welcome to Bucktown, USA With the week, get this every day Welcome down, welcome down, welcome down Welcome down, welcome down, welcome down
I'm a New York shit. Living the proof, telling me to chill, it's like stopping Kimber to shoot. Hey, yo, Muma. I'm saying. 
creep trying to hook me a freak wanna see what girl around here could put me to sleep could mean a hotel could mean a suite could mean tuition could mean a jeep but damn those who's you say women can't jump out of lambos car that can't froze damn yo camera stand pose Transport, watch her poor cameras Top me, Lee, Britain, Jock yes. How to hit the block, E-Wee, Piffin' Rock uh, Before the DTs get the watch Then they begin to watch all day switching spots uh, I'm in the hood like, what's really, what's good? Gun 50, Black Hood Blowing sticky backwood I'm saying, can I come over? I'm not playing, bring your head over uh, I'm not waiting, doubt if I sober uh, I'm blazing I'm not playing, bring your head over I'm not waiting, doubt if I sober I'm blazing Woo! Uh, uh, bounce is back Uh, 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 uh. is back sexy, I know y'all miss the bounce You need to bounce for the sex, you know Yeah, <laughs> my, you do this back Made back, goof is back Tell the whole world the truth is back You ain't gotta argue about who can rap Cause the proof is back Just go through my raps New York, New York Yeah, where my troopers at? Where my hustlers? Where my boosters at? I don't care what you do for stacks I know the world glued your back to the wall You gotta brawl through that I've been through that Been shot at Shoot back Gotta keep a piece like a boot ass I ain't a new jack Nobody gon' Wesley snipe me It's less than likely Move back Let I breathe Jedi night The more space I get The better I write Oh, never I write But if ever I write I need the space to say Whatever I like Now just Change clothes You know I stay fresh to death Avoid from the projects And I'ma take you to the top of the globe so Let's go exchange clothes And girl, I promise you, don't right. substitute Just me And I ain't gonna tell you again Let's get ghosts in the phantom You can bring your friend, we can make this a tandem Or you can come by yourself and you can stand them Best believe I sweat out weaves Give afro puffs like R-A-G-E How you get a buka, move it Back it on up like a U-Haul truck Then run and tell them ducks you heard Hobie new He and the boy for real make beautiful music He is to the east coast with Snoop is To the west coast with faces to Houston Young hove in a house is so necessary No bra with that blouse is so necessary No panties and jeans, that's so necessary And why you frontin' on me? Is that necessary? Do I? To you look like a lame Who to understand a bra with a mean shoe game Who's up on dot 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 and Vera Wang? My, are you insane? That's just what you want me to do Change clothes Tailored. And y'all niggas acting way too tough Throw on a suit, get it, tape it up 
And let's just change clothes and go. Now I stay fresh to death, boy, from the projects. Now I'ma take you to the top of the globe. Sweet. 
On my job for my dope intro As I glance at the double K microphone wrecker Turn on my callers Say a mic checker To the ladies And all party goers Some call me P Another slow flower Brothers on my job All the way I'm on the beat We present The fabulous What's the scenario remix Whereas there are seven MCs Six which are in physical form One which is in spiritual essence And he goes by the name of The uh,
check it out, everybody. Rhymes and mics, black men's getting looked, doing what they like. Eight black doubles in the public eye. If you listen very close, I will tell you why. Put Fife, Milo, Dingo, and C. Brown. Shaheed, myself, and bust the bus down. We'll commence to rock, so bring out the blocks. Interrogation for the knocking of the box. The boombox ruler controls the medulla. None come cooler, I went like Shula. So bust out the move as you start to pursue her. Intensified mind, I'm blunt consumer. Typical booty, well, it's only a rumor. The meaning's so deep that it starts brain tumors. He's the hood bigger from the midnight crooner. Them up later, if not then soon. Hey, what we gonna do in 92? We better we had fun in 91. With the flip, my days are beam coming down. Run up, run up, no sound. Leaving cracks in the ground. What's going on, my man? God damn, I know my brain is hurting. Listen up, bust up, rhythm will hit them, then I get them. Flip on them, sit on them, hit on them, then I will sit on them. Open up your mouth if they want the food to get through. Flip toes, cause I'm in the mood. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah, man, that's how it goes. Body grip a cup, blood coming out the nose. Give me your band-aid. What are you asking for? More? Holy and sacred and pure. Adverse, exact. Check it in the bus, the new rap, rap. Bust the rap, or bust this written rap. Yeah, y'all, in 92, I'm packing my round spray. You're now tuned into Bars and Hoops Radio. Where the world of hip hop and sports live. Walk a fine chalk line and put the needle to the grind. Yeah. Representing one kind, see an eye for the blind. Uh. Witness what I carry on, bears a further purpose. Uh -huh. From how we do slam a few, then you wanna purchase. Yeah. A dialogue of folk, you love to pop it in your trunk. I win more discipline than a Shaolin monk. Pete Rock and CL, well set to spark it. Uh -huh. The powerful target to destroy the black market. Yeah. But when you say black, listen, I don't know, you lose me. What? I guess another beggar can't afford to be choosy. I come to the maximum, artist on the major label. Any duplication of this one is fatal. On one, two, five, I got a Hit your live yeah. beat your yeah. with my tape, any race or shape. Uh -huh. Cause if they got mine, they got yours too. But what? together, here's what we gotta do. Tell them. Uh, yeah. 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 You know, this is the world. That's right, y'all. On clearance for high rates. Every time we sample all the pastime greats, yeah. stick it in the SP 1200 B to make a loop. Lovely way to troop in the Lexus coupe. Uh -huh. Just a little bit set to make a whole lot happen. The musical inside my rapping, yeah. written by the CL, produced by the PR, and any any credit that you heard thus far. Uh -huh. I start from scratch 'cause the baseline's critical. Yeah. Better than the original who first made it. Uh -huh. Now you wanna sue me, but fans never boo me. Yeah. Believe I know yeah. the times we've been broke too, G. Right. Here's another sample clear. See you get the hell out of here like a bootleg you're over for the year you only get the credit where the credit is due so listen what i shout out is true, yeah, true. you got to tell them to you got to tell them to 